and welcome back to another episode of Restart Button with Sinead. I'm your host Sinead and today we have a new topic all about communicating effectively. Um, but before we go into that and before I introduce my new guest speaker, let's do a quick recap of last episode which was all about readjusting the amount of effort that you put into relationships. Now readjusting the amount of effort meant that you were taking yourself sometimes out of the equation with your relationship knowing that it's what's best for you knowing that at this mo- at this point in time you guys are going in different directions that are developing differently you have had different experiences that affect you and now let's remember that this doesn't mean that you guys hate each other that this doesn't mean that you don't still have that same type of love for them it just means at this moment in time we have to separate um, and then hopefully we see each other again hopefully we see each other again in the future um, so let's go into this episode, which is all about, like I said before, communicating effectively. But before I get into that, um, I have today as my guest speaker, my dad, Ray. Ray, why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a bit? Hey, good afternoon, Janae. Thank you very much uh, for the invitation. Uh, I look forward uh, to the next few minutes that we're going to spend together on, uh, on your podcast. Uh, you know, my name is Ray. Uh, I am married. I have two wonderful kids. Uh, I spent the last, uh, actually, um, the last 20 years uh, in the logistics business. Uh, I have a, a degree in organizational effectiveness and leadership. Uh, and like I said, I, I look forward to spending the next few uh, minutes with you and your listeners, Sinead. Thank you so much for coming on. Okay, so getting into this, can you please define for what, what for yourself is communication um, that's effective? Well, uh, some things that I've learned with communication and effective communication is uh, really being able to communicate a message uh, to an individual or a team uh, or a person uh, that uh, they understand uh, expectations, uh, that uh, if there's any questions, any follow-up, uh, really being there to listen to them, uh, being there to support uh, the activity that needs to be completed, but also giving clear clear direction uh, and and exactly what needs to be done so that uh, there's no uh, miscommunication, there's no misalignment to the task. And from your experience, what can maybe hinder effective communication? Well, what, what hinders uh, clear communication is sometimes misalignment of goals, uh, misalignment of expectations, and really not understanding what uh, one party wants versus the other. Uh, if one person isn't expecting uh, a, a different outcome or a different uh, reward uh, based off their activities, then they may only be listening towards a certain part. Uh, if they have a certain goal for themselves, uh, whether it be the person speaking or the person listening, then uh, the communication will be lost uh, and then the, uh, the, the intent of the communication will be lost as well. Got you. So if basically, I feel like to summarize what you just said, kind of, it's about the message getting lost because um, of other, like other inconveniences. Maybe does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it does. If there is noise uh, in the communication, basically, that's that's some of the things I've learned. Gotcha. And to get a clearer view of this, can you please give us an example of maybe when you um, didn't have such clear communication, maybe when another person didn't have clear communication, and what was the outcome of that? Well, my first uh, role uh, as as manager, uh, I had set what I thought was uh, clear goals. Uh, I had a meeting with my team, uh, and I I assumed that the communication was clear. The expectations were uh, 
were laid out on the table for everyone to know exactly what needed to take place in my absence. Um, and the biggest disappointment for me was when I came back uh, from uh, my vacation and I realized that the items that were supposed to be taken care of, the issues that were supposed to be addressed uh, were not done. Uh, and it, it really left me feeling uh, a bit jaded and betrayed. But um, I, I overcame that because I was able to sit down with the team uh, and find out where the disconnect was. Actually, but before you overcame that and before you stirred up any confusion and asked any, had them ask any questions, what was your reaction towards that? Like, how did your communication kind of change towards that? Because you said you felt betrayed and jaded because of that. Well, my communication was in the form of a meeting. Uh, I did a lot of talking. Uh, I did a lot of, it was a lot of one-way uh, communication. And that's something I learned. Uh, in order for it to be effective, there needs to be uh, reciprocation. There needs to be two-way communication uh, because of one, I communicate what's expected. And then the team was able to, was not, did not uh, repeat to me or explain that they understood uh, the expectations. So I was talking at them uh, and not with them as a team. So it's about having a conversation. It's not just about ordering a person around. Yeah, it, it, it most definitely uh, not ordering someone around, not ordering a team around, but the conversation, uh, you know, like I said, setting the goals uh, and then getting the confirmation they understood what the goals were uh, and then having them map out how they were going to get uh, to those goals. Yes, I did lay out a plan. I did lay out a strategy. Uh, but in the end, they were the ones who had to go in, uh, and, and get the results based off what they felt they could do. Gotcha. And now with this journey to find um, like a clear way of just being a clear way of communicating, not just with your team, but also with other people and um, within different relationships, what have you found within yourself that you needed to change? Well, the environment uh, played an important part of it. And, and what I mean by that is uh, the environment in which the communication was taking place. Uh, you know, having served uh, five years in, in the Marine Corps, you know, no matter where I was, I could clearly communicate and the team could clearly communicate because that was what we were trained for. Um, I've realized that not everyone uh, served uh, in the military. Uh, not everyone has been through certain things uh, that, you know, and, and don't share the same experiences but environment still does play a critical role uh, in effective communication uh, and what i mean by that is eliminating distractions so if i'm having a meeting with a team uh, and we have an important topic to cover uh, really making sure that you know cell phones uh, are put away uh, exterior uh, distractions uh, phone calls uh, don't take place um, and, and going into a room and a room doesn't have to necessarily be a room it could be outside it could be outdoors it could be in, in a restaurant but going somewhere where uh, we can communicate and then I can I can not just speak but listen actively uh, by looking at you know for verbal cues physical cues uh, and and also for uh, confirmation in the form of the team repeating they understand this is what they're going to do and then being able to lay out their plan on how they're going to get things completed. Gotcha. So eliminating distractions, changing the environment maybe so that you can really have a, that clear conversation with them, listening and communicating back towards them, understanding. So this entire time you've been talking about communicating effectively, but you've only been talking about communicating effectively in like the work environment. And I feel like it's a bit different compared to when you're doing that um, with intimate relationships. So do you have a specific example or a specific, is, is it kind of different 
when you're trying to clearly communicate what your emotions are maybe or something that's a problem within a relationship outside of the workspace? Well, that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> but a, it's a tough question, but a good question. Um, I've been married for over 20 years and uh, I am still learning to communicate uh, with my wife um, because while she may know exactly what or think she may know what's going through on my mind, there are times when she may go left when I meant to go right. Um, and, and I no longer anticipate that she understands 100% what I mean. Um, so I really make sure that uh, we talk uh, and we talk every day. And, and one of the things that we've done and I've asked her to do <clears throat> that's helped me to communicate better uh, with her is, is when I have a difficult time is uh, not to give me advice, but just really to listen um, because that's helped with my communication skills. Um, because, you know, when, when I was, I found that when I was in a situation where there was pressure, stress, or something would go wrong, uh, I would speak, I would be talking to her, and then she would uh, interrupt or she would try to offer uh, assistance. And, and sometimes that's not what I wanted to hear. I just wanted to be able to, uh, to let out uh, what was going on. So we've learned to uh, respect silence, uh, so to speak, by just listening to another uh, and then uh, being there. And, and communication isn't always verbal. Uh, it's it's also visual and it's also you know using the senses of touch and using um, you know just hold me that's that's a form of communication uh, holding my hand that's a form of communication you know if you're walking with somebody uh, and and you're moved and you're touched by something that the the tighter the grip on the hand is 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 a form of communication it's a form of saying I understand uh, how you feel right now and and that's something that I'm fortunate enough to have learned uh, not just you know because I've been with my wife but also because of my kids as well. Me, thing, sorry. Uh, but no, I understand that completely, like understanding that sometimes communicating with the person doesn't have to always be um, just talking to that person. Sometimes going away from that person, even though they might not be the problem of something, the cause of the problem, going away from them and like just sitting with yourself in silence for a bit and thinking about, you know, what's really happening right now. Um, can I talk to them about this? It's better because I feel like when you are in that moment, when you're like angry at a person, um, for personally for me, um, recently I've like had some troubles with running my clubs. Um, when I'm like angry at that, like I can't like talk to a person. I feel like if I do, I'm bringing that emotion with them, like with me and then I'm nitpicking at them for some reason and moving away from that. I know that for myself, um, that's something I've had to confront myself with and that's something I still have to deal with because I still haven't learned um, how to communicate with someone who's trying to help me effectively um, at the same time not trying to hurt them because I'm hurt at that moment. Do you have any tips overall, um, not just for me but for our listeners as well, on how to really communicate with a person and not just in the work setting um, but also in your intimate relationships? Well, you, you, you said angry. And that, that's the worst form or the worst time to try to communicate uh, with another person, uh, whether it be in work uh, or your personal life. Because uh, when, you're, when you're angry, uh, your emotions are uh, sometimes out of control. Most of the times they are. And you can end up saying and doing things that uh, you can't take back. Uh, you know, there's there's always been, you know, as, as I've grown up, I've heard people say, well, you know, when I drink, you know, that's the alcohol talking. And then you've heard, well, no, it's not the alcohol. It's you just released your inhibitions. 
well being angry sort of releases your inhibitions and you start to say things uh, that you really don't mean or you, re- you may mean because you haven't aired them out you haven't had your, your, your time to talk with your partner or your employees or your team uh, in, in the past so one don't ever talk to somebody when you're angry in the sense where uh, you start to yell at them I think it's best to just you know take that minute and cool down and calm down uh, in the business world uh, sometimes you're you're upset you're angry uh, and you draft an email and you hit send uh, I've always taken the the advice of if you're that angry uh, uh, don't send the email sleep on it reread the email in the morning or reread that message in the morning uh, if you're if it's still the same way you feel then go and send it but don't send it when you're angry because you might again be putting yourself in a position where uh, you can't take back the things you said. In a relationship, uh, being open uh, for uh, criticism um, and being um, vulnerable in the sense where, uh, you know, you can't make everyone happy. Uh, you, you really can't. Uh, but, but understanding that beating someone down isn't going to make you feel like a better person. It's not going to get you to a higher level. Uh, understanding that the way you feel, uh, somebody else felt uh, the same way. And and, and finally, uh, I understand the value of who I am. And I've learned that over the years, uh, you know, in communication and being communicated with. Uh, if someone is telling me something that's completely opposite to the way I feel, I understand my value of what I add to a situation uh, or to a relationship. I don't let uh, the, the hurtful words uh, take me down anymore. Thank you very much. That was some very helpful advice. Some I should take, you can take it, everyone can take it like day by day. It's not something you can just like put on yourself and like every single day just like analyze how um, how you've responded to something or how you are talking to someone. Um, it's something that you have to take time with um, from different experiences. You'll know that, oh, I could really fix this at this moment. Um, so. Thank you very much for all that advice. And I would like to say thank you so much for coming onto the show today. Um, it's really been uh, quite enjoyable with you. Thank you. It's been <laughs> a pleasure to be, it's been a pleasure to be on the call. Uh, you know, I really appreciate uh, you taking the time and really taking the, you know, taking the opportunity to speak with you and, and have your listeners uh, listen to this conversation. I hope to have you on many more uh, episodes, especially because well, the relationship between me and my dad is like, We'll like analyze how we've done something wrong or right and we'll be like ah yes there's a lesson in everything practically um so thank you to my listeners uh thank you once again for taking that time to you know, listen in and think and i hope that you guys are thinking about how this relates back to your life i also recently just found out about how on spotify you can ask uh, questions and have like a Q&A with your audience. So please feel free if you have any recommendations for future episodes or if you want to add some tips that you felt like I left out in any episodes, please let me know and I can get back to that. Um, so my name is Sinead um, and I'm signing off. Thank you very much.